Welcome to the K-12 Food Rescue Podcast. I'm John Williamson, the host of the podcast and founder of K-12 Food Rescue, an organization founded in 2007, committed to empowering people to lead the Food Is Not Trash movement in their schools. Today, I'm joined by Shrusti Amula, a junior at Richard Montgomery High School in Maryland. Shrusti is the founder of Rise and Shine Foundation, who recently received the 2022 Climate and Energy Energy Leadership Award from the Metropolitan Washington Council of Governments for its Can We Do Something About Food Waste Project. So, Shrusti, welcome to the K-12 Food Rescue Podcast. Hi. As you said, I'm Shrusti, and I'm a junior at Richard Montgomery High School. Um, just a little bit about me. I started the first food um, recovery program in MCPS schools last year, and I started the first pro- composting program in Up County, Montgomery County in 2018. So the composting actually started first, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So kind of tell our audience a little bit about your journey and what piqued your interest and you know what steps you took to do something about it. Um so just like growing up, I was really interested in like trying to figure out how I can help people in my community because I feel like I've lived like a really privileged life and like a lot of people haven't been able to do that. So I was always looking for opportunities to give back to my community. Or like just help them in general. So I first becoming I first became interested in food waste in 2018. So when I was in seventh grade, um, mostly because everyone knows food waste is like it's bad and you shouldn't waste food, but no one actually ever thinks about the environmental impacts of wasting food, and they actually don't realize like the sheer amount of food that they waste. Um, in Montgomery County schools, a huge percentage of their total waste that they throw away is food waste. And actually, what Montgomery County does is instead of putting our food to a landfill, they actually burn it in incinerators, which is so much worse for the environment because it released a lot of methane gas. So we wanted to try to combat that. So we started in elementary schools at first because we thought it would be great if we teach younger students like green habits such as composting so that they can carry these habits into the rest of their lives. Yeah, that is so important. Um, And it's just to be looking uh, underneath you at the kids that are younger than you. It's just a great heart that you have for that. I was really impressed when I saw that. Um, Along the journey, can you kind of give me an idea? You know, you get this idea and you think, wow, this is going to be great. What kind of resistance did you face and and how did you go about overcoming that? any resistance that you had? Um, So starting on composting, I think it was really hard when we started at first because the idea was a really new idea and a lot of people haven't heard about it, at least in schools. Right. Um, So especially, so I only started the first program before COVID and every other program I started was after COVID. Um, Especially after COVID, most schools didn't want to start it because they already have so much on their plates, which is completely understandable on their side. Um, But because of this, we had to contact so many schools um, before we actually got back a few yeses. However, like now, like coming into like this year, even like the end of last year, the restrictions have eased a lot. And because we already started a couple of composting programs, um, the word was spreading around more. So because the word was spreading, a lot of schools were like hearing the idea of the composting program and they're actually realizing, oh, this actually isn't that difficult and it's really beneficial to the environment. So now like county or schools from across our county are contacting us with interest mm-hmm. and i think something that also helped was um we like we're doing like a lot of conferences we testified at capitol hill we spoke to our board of education 
So I think what well, kind of what I was talking about earlier, like this was um, us trying to spread the word, which helped a lot. And then for food recovery, this was really hard. The same thing with comp or the same thing with COVID. Um, this was like a little bit harder because um, in Montgomery County schools, there was an initiative called Share Tables before COVID. Right. Um, but they stopped it when we started going back to school because, um, I don't know, they just didn't want to do it anymore because of COVID. Yeah, just concerned. Yeah. Yeah. So that was um, obviously really hard to start in schools even now. Um, so, yeah. And then, yeah, <laughs> that was it for food recovery. Yeah. I think. So, so just know, know this, that uh, our organization had 1,100 schools involved and, oh, wow. and COVID took it to zero for the very reasons that you're talking about. So mm-hmm. there's been a really a two year period of just, you know, dealing with the concerns and, and seeing how everything plays out. And schools are really just now, uh, the ones that were brave enough before are just now <laughs> they come back on, let alone the ones that were resisting before. So, um, I, I just, I'm curious. Um, so how does it work with you? Do you go do the teaching port? Do, do you go, like teach the elementary school for maybe a day or a week? Um, how, how do you bring a new school in, on board? Um, so we do it kind of differently for both programs. For composting, um, we are, so my organization made like videos, posters, flyers, and we made like a newspaper blurb that we can send out to parents. So we send out all this like literature to the students a week before the program actually starts. Yep. So that like students like have an idea of what they're like, what they're going to do. Um, and then on the first day we actually run the program, me and like other members of my organization come to the school and we're actually there helping the students like sort their waste properly and like teaching them what goes into what bin. And then um, for food recovery. Um, so I'm actually partnered with the Montgomery County um, Department of Sustainability and Compliance. Mm-hmm. So the person I'm in contact there is called Mr. Mayor. And Mr. Mayor and I go to the schools on the first day of the food recovery program. And um, it's kind of a similar thing. We're just like telling the students what goes where sure. and like what you should put into like each of the things. Yeah. So give give our audience a little bit of an idea, you know, what you've been able to accomplish. And you can describe that in how, you know, I know you said you have three schools. I know you've done some measuring, you know, of uh carbon dioxide equivalents that have been preventing it from entering into the environment, maybe the amount of food, just anything that you can share numbers wise that you'd like to with what you've been able to accomplish. Yeah. So for composting, we're actually running it in seven schools right now, and then we're starting three soon. So, so far since 2018, um, we've been able to divert three, 36,000 pounds of food waste from going into the incinerators, um, which is equivalent to 1,600 gallons of gas. Um, wow. Around th- two hundred forty seedlings planted and thirty six thousand miles. Yeah, um, driven. And then through food recovery, we were able to do- able to donate over fifty thousand meals, seventy five thousand dollars worth of meals, and over one thousand SL um, hours. Because our organization also gives a lot of opportunities for other students to come work with us, and then we give SL hours through that. So, doing a little research, you you actually. Um, do some food recovery and some food rescuing outside of the school lunch program and breakfast. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Can you, can you describe that a little bit? Yeah. So um, something that we realized is that a lot of businesses and a lot of restaurants and bakeries or whatever, um, they actually throw out their food long before it actually is like bad. 
Um, and it's a lot of food that they throw out. Like people could be needing that food in our community. So we're partnered with a lot of different businesses and we go and pick out their food that they would otherwise throw away. And then we just pack them and then we give them to shelter homes for people that actually need the food. That is so awesome. And what I'm really excited to share with you that you probably aren't aware of is that before K-12 Rescue K-12 Food Rescue was born, we actually were in the restaurant recovery business. Um, oh, really? 40 chapter presidents in 19 states rescuing millions of meals. But I realized that just like you did about teaching younger generations about this, that the actual, actual solution was more in the education than it was the Band-Aid that we were putting on it. So it, the fact that we have been able to connect with you and that you've got this same thought as a, as a high school student looking down, it's clearly... Um, the solution to getting everybody you know, to understand the problem. Um, let's give everyone an eye. Well, let me ask you that. Obviously, you have future plans to expand because you've gone from three to seven to now ten. It, it coming up pretty soon. What's your What's your overall vision for where you'd like to see this go? Um. So this is kind of this is okay. So um, kind of like what I was talking about earlier about how I testified at Capitol Hill. So there actually was a Senate bill created. Um, in Maryland to create a grant program to compost food waste in schools. So hopefully through that program, a lot of schools in across Maryland are going to be able to um, get the opportunity to compost because I feel like a lot of people are interested in it. They just don't have the money for it. So I hope to be able to help schools across Maryland um, start composting. And then as I mentioned earlier, because we're partnered with MCPS, so for the food recovery, um, they're hopeful that we can spread the program to all schools in MCPS by either the end of this year or the next school year. So I oh, hope you'll do that too. So that would be amazing. Um, yeah. So let's give everybody an idea of how you and I connected to begin with, with K-12 Food mm-hmm. Rescue, because you were sitting here doing the composting, which was an amazing vision, but you inquired on our website at foodrescue.net in late January of 2022. And at that time, if I'm understanding, you weren't yet recovering any food. Um, yeah. from the schools. What kind of things did you see on our website that led you to fill out the contact form and reach out to us? And how were any of those resources or mentoring you received helpful in expanding, you know, the compact, compost work you were doing at the same, at the time in a K-12 food rescue operation in your school and the schools you were working with? Um, so I like had an idea that I wanted to do something in food recovery, but I wasn't sure how to like carry it out. So that's when I looked at your website. And then I think this definitely helped me come up with a lot more ideas. And it helped me, like, figure out process and how to start the programs in my schools. So, and also the dashboard on your website that helps you calculate the carbon footprint mm. was very helpful. So can you tell our audience a little bit what happened after you filled out that contact information? I mean, I know that, you know, you left a voicemail for, I think we we talked a little bit. Uh, what, yeah. what, was, what kind of happened? What, after that and how soon were you able to get things started after you went to the website um so after i filled out the contact form you were able to call me like pretty quickly and then during the call you helped me like figure out the process and then you also explained to me like how i'm able to start the food recovery program in schools and then you also walked me through all the like tools that you have on your website and um as i mentioned earlier this is very very helpful because i didn't have any idea about how to do it earlier yeah um and then I was able to start it in the schools pretty quickly after that. 
Well, I so appreciate you sharing that story because that's why the, the website exists and that's why our organization exists, to be able to reach out to people that are just thinking about it um, and have this great idea and this heart to do it, but they're just kind of maybe overwhelmed with like, how do I even get started? Yeah. And I, and I feel like just an intro, you know, an introductory conversation often leads to things pretty quickly. And here we are in, mm-hmm. you know, November of 2022 and you're, you're up and running. I mean, it's been, it's been up and running for a while, so... Um, so are you alone in this journey or do you have some people working with you and supporting you along the way? And how has that helped you? Um, yeah, this definitely wouldn't be like, I would never be able to do any of this without the people that support me. Um, so my organization has like a lot of youth leaders and volunteers um, that were helping me throughout this entire process. And without them, I would have never been able to do all the work that I've been doing right now. And then um, also, as I mentioned, Mr. Mayor from the Department of Sustainability and Compliance, he's been so helpful. Um, He's been like telling me about all the schools that might be interested in composting. And he's the one that I'm partnered with for the food recovery program. And then um, also my mentor, Mr. Richardson, he's the founder of BART-T. And he's provided us with like endless support and endless resources. So they've they've been with me through every step of this journey. And it wouldn't have been possible without them. Love those shout outs because it takes takes a lot of people to make this work. Yeah. <laughs> as I've learned over the years. So as we wrap up, I'd kinda like to give you a chance to kind of share your final thoughts related to your journey about finding solutions for food waste or establishing K twelve food rescue programs in schools with the hope that someone will be inspired to follow in your footsteps. Yeah, so I actually wanted to share a phrase that um, Mr. Richardson always told me, and it's be a solutionist and not just an activist. Mm. And this really resonated with me because everyone has like things that are interesting to them and they all have opinions about a lot of things, but it's really hard to take the extra step to create a solution. And so just talking about change, like while it might have an impact, it won't be like the direct, like it won't be the direct maker of the actual change happening. Um, so I just want to encourage everyone, like while things might feel really daunting at first, just try to take the first couple of steps. And I promise after that, everything will kind of like just set into place and it will feel a lot easier. Wow. Such an incredible message. And you said that was Mr. Mayor that told you that the one that you've referred to along the way, or it was Mr. Richardson. Mr. Richardson. Okay. (laughs) So, so was it a school teacher or? He is the founder of Barty. He is actually in a different county in Maryland, but he has a lot of experience with composting. So he's been able to help me through that. Well, I love that message about solutions. Um, Well, I really appreciate you joining us, Shrewski, on the K-12 Food Rescue Podcast. And if anyone wanted to join you in your battle with uh, rescuing nutritious food in your community, do you have an email address that you might be willing to provide to answer any questions anyone might have about pursuing food waste solutions and beyond? Yeah. So um, do you just want me to say it in my email out loud? You could, or you could, if you've got a website where where some people could fill out a contact information, whichever you're comfortable with. Yep. Okay, so my email is shrusti dot amula at gmail.com. And then um, you can also search up my website. It's riseandshine.org. And I will be more than willing to answer any questions and support anyone that needs to, whether they're interested in making a change in the community as a whole or like specifically in composting or food recovery. Excellent. Well, very proud of what you've been able to accomplish. And I appreciate you taking your time today to join us on the K-12 Food Rescue Podcast, and I wish you much success in the future. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Have a great day. You too. Thank you.
Bye.